Welcome to Dating Essentials with Eva, the relationship maker, and this time also guests. We cover subjects as dating, relationship, of course, life, and success. If you have any questions, send it to my podcast site or my website, evatherelationshipmaker.com. And on the top right-hand side, there is a little line and says, Ask Eva. It's going to be my pleasure to answer. Today, I have a very special guest. Guy talks to me. That is his uh, website. And also, he has a podcast that helps older guys create kick-ass lives for themselves and those they love. It's very interesting because I saw that you were a periodontal regenerative surgeon and you left it. And now on the second part of your life, you're doing something very interesting, but it's still medically related in a bit because you're talking to uh, doctors about uh, masculinity, about femininity, about uh, the decline of uh, testosterone, about dry vaginas. And I listened to both of your podcasts and it was very interesting. I learned a lot. But today we decided to talk about something else. And I have seen that you are lifting weights and training for Spartan race. What is a Spartan race? Uh, Spartan race is uh, anywhere from uh... Oh, oh, I guess uh, five kilometers to uh, 18 kilometers, and it has an obstacle course. Okay. So you go, you got mud, you got barbed wire, you have to go through flame, you have to lift heavy stuff. And if you don't clear an obstacle, you have to do 30 burpees. And that'll take it out of you. And the other thing, you love your cigar and your scotch, love uh-huh. to watch sports. And I don't want to make you mad because you said if somebody makes you mad, <laughs> you are not a nice person. <laughs> oh, I, you're, you're, being a, you're saying it nicely. I, I turn into a dick really fast. <laughs> I try <laughs> yeah, to stay away. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that's okay. I Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I might, yeah you, you have me... Uh, smoking my favorite cigar, which which is a, a Gurkha, and uh, and then I have a Glen Glen Levitt twelve year old Scotch, which is which is really just a nice pairing. Yeah, and you live in Las Vegas with uh-huh. your wife, and your kids are in college, so you have all the time to play around, I suppose, at this point of time, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I, I I I will tell you, I'm busier now than I ever have been. <laughs> you know what? This year was insane. It, I'm, it's really insane. But I love it. I love to be busy. I think it's fun. So what I, I found something. I got this little booklet a while ago. And I found this thing. It says, how many roads must a man walk down before you can call him a man? Bob Dylan. So how many roads? <laughs> has to walk a man down to be a man? Oh, my gosh. What a tough question. <laughs> uh, could, we, could you ask me something easier, like my, my zodiac sign or something? Uh, when are you born? It's, it's Libra. It's Libra. And, Libra. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll, I... and, uh, yeah. So, so uh, how, wow. Wow. That, 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 that's, a, that's, a, that's a powerful, I'm not going to say interesting, that's a powerful first question. And mm-hmm. I think you go down a lot of paths depending on who you are and some boys turn into men at a early age and some boys turn into men at an older age and some boys never turn into men. Now, (laughs) physiologically, they may be men. (laughs) Physically, they may be a man, but uh, from a, from a, uh, an emotional maturity standpoint, well, there's, there's, there's still kind of boys, there's still children. And so I, I think that, that a lot of it has to do with your, with your sense of who you are in the world, your sense of responsibility, your sense of uh, respect, first of all, respect for yourself and respect for your, for those around you. And, um, and how you interact in the world in terms of uh, are you a are you a victim 
or are you a person who takes control of their life and is uh, accepts responsibility for the results in their life? So I, I, I think you know a, a lot of this this man stuff is it's it's there there is even if you become a man at a young age, um, there's no finish line to it. There's no there's no real finish line to to this life until you die. Uh, at least, at least that's kind of my perception. You're you're, you're, you're getting you're getting better. You're getting worse. Uh, there's no such thing as status quo. But what I like, I like when a man becomes a man, responsible mm -hmm. and emotionally stable, but still can be a boy. You know, oh, you gotta be childish. You gotta be happy. Yeah, yeah. If if you don't, if 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 the person that you are. Uh, you know, let's say, assume, um, some, if, if you're in a relationship uh, with, with a, and in this case, I'm going to talk about a woman, um, you know, she better tell you at least once a week, at a bare minimum, once a month, that that's pretty immature. You need to grow up. Uh, other, otherwise, you're just not fulfilling your function as, as, the, uh, as the man boy. <laughs> yeah yeah so 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 yeah yeah there, there's a there's a great deal of immaturity in me that uh i will i hope will uh only be uh snuffed out at my death uh so i don't so think I, so i think uh, you're going to have some really fun jokes when you get up there Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Hopefully, I'm not. Hopefully, I'm not in hell like I am now. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, 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 hope to. I, you know, I, I hope to be there. And you know, I, I think part of it is, 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 uh, you know, leading a good life. And I'm not talking about pious. I'm not uh, definitely. I'll definitely. I'm not pious. Uh, I go to church every once in a while. A lot less now because of COVID. Uh, but just you know, leading a, a good life and, and, and being a contributor in society and being a producer, and I, I think so. That's 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 a big part. That's a big part of of that journey to to manhood. Isn't it about men? I mean, everybody, but men. Don't you want? Don't they want to leave a legacy, um, mm -hmm. however yeah. small it is, but something to be remembered? Yeah. You have the well, kids. That's already a legacy. But well, the, yeah, the kids. Yeah, and hopefully you have successful kids. Uh, right now, it's my kids are, are doing extremely well. But yeah, I mean, actually, that's the, the 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 whole point of my of my blog and my podcast is to leave a legacy, uh, to leave a legacy of how to how to live a full life, and uh, how to live a life as you get older, where there's lots of challenges as you get older. But just because there's challenges doesn't mean you gotta, you know, you gotta give it up. And I, you know, I, I see so many men just have given up on life. And I'm going like, what the hell are you doing? Jeez, you know, you 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 you've given up on life, and and there's no reason for you to give up in life, other than than uh, your your mental your your mental state. I find that when people retire, uh, they give if they give up and they don't have another thing to turn towards, another aim, another hobby, they become old very fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I well. Yeah. I think. Well, I think there's. I, I'm. I'm sure there's. There's several statistics about men that uh, retire uh, and they have nothing to do uh, often die within just a few years. Mm -hmm. And uh, part part of it is is that you have to have. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying exclusively you know that, that women don't have purpose and they actually do, uh, but for a man you have to have purpose in your life every day that you get up you have to have a reason to get the hell up I mean I get out of bed you know why if if you don't then just just sleep until you wake up you know for me I'm 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 out of bed at five o'clock every morning me too yeah, yeah. and and uh, I got I I got a ritual that I do every morning. And I get through my ritual, and then I then I go to work, and I work for for many hours. My wife says she's never seen me work this hard, uh, even when I was in practice. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it it's for me, it's not it's not work in terms of uh, drudgery, uh, mm -hmm. but it but it is work in terms of the there's stuff that I have to do, there's stuff that I have to accomplish, uh, there's things that I need to do, and uh, part and part of that is is building my legacy. It's yeah. interesting because 
as I'm, I, I have been through your, uh, your website and I have listened to some of your podcasts and definitely you're leaving a legacy because I think it's more important to talk about certain things people, they shy away from. Oh yeah. You know, like testosterone or, uh, or, or sexual problems and <laughs> you bring it all out and it's like, here it is. And it's normal. It's natural for, uh, uh, it's, it's part of life. Yeah. If I say that my nose hurts, oh, okay, your nose hurts. But if I would say my vagina hurts, then it's like, oh my God, how can you talk like that? It's such a taboo. I mean, I grew up in Europe mm. and it's much more open here. It's like, it, it's hidden. It's in the closet still. Don't you find? Yeah, so including uh, uh, vaginal issues for women, okay. including uh, uh, menopause, including erectile dysfunction. Uh, I may get a lot of views, but I don't get a lot of shares or comments <laughs> on social media. I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it's not like, oh, yeah, I, I had that same problem that you're talking about. Like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and people tend to be really, oh, I'm good in that department. And so so people are, I, you know, Emma, uh, you know, one of the things I've always had, a talent. this has kind of been a, a, a talent. And for me, or, or a gift, a talent, uh, a natural reaction, I've always been able to say, I, I, I could walk into a room and I can say what most of the people, I will speak out loud what most of the people are thinking, but are too afraid to say. And then I start getting some nods. So I, it just, it, it's just funny. I have no filter. Uh, my wife knows I have no filter. Uh, she doesn't, my wife doesn't try to control me. And, uh, you know, she just, she just accepts me. So she laughs and stuff, you know, and sometimes, you know, you know, you know, but, you know I might, I might, I might tell someone that their hair is bad. You got a bad haircut. Uh, you know, I, you know whatever, you know, <laughs> well, well, maybe the reason you have erectile dysfunction is you're fat. Uh, and I don't know if we can say fat anymore. I know the politically incorrect it's oh, fat, it's called fat, fat shaming or whatever, but you know, I, I, I've always had that ability to, to walk into, into a room and, and say what people are thinking, given the, whatever the situation is, however awkward it is. And just blur, I just blur it out like out loud. And then like, like, Oh my God, I'm glad you said that. I was thinking that too. <laughs> Do you think that politically correct, it jumped on the other side of the horse, basically, because everything, it's like you have to be, you have to wear gloves almost to speak out. Yeah, well, fortunately, I'm in a, in a position where uh, I don't really give a shit. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm in a position that uh, my life does not depend on it. Mm-hmm. The quality of my life does not depend. Actually, the quality of my life depends on if I can be up. The more outrageous I am, the more followers I'm going to get. I mean, that, that's just the, the truth oh, of the matter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the edgier I get, the more I, the, the more stuff, the, uh, the more sex therapists I, I talk to about you know all sorts of stuff. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. One of my biggest podcasts is uh, uh, with a woman who uh, we who we talk how to how to uh, improve a, a woman's orgasm. Uh, that's 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 a that's a big hit, and so you know it's just kind of like, okay, people just don't don't generally. That's that's pretty edgy, and people are going like. People are going, oh, I don't need that. And they're like, oh, tell me more. Uh- <laughs> no, but they listen. I yeah, have, they listen, yeah. I, I do talk. I have a, a lady who I talk to, and she's an intimacy coach. She gives uh, workshops on, uh, I have been to her workshops also on uh, online. And she say it as it is. That's, that's what I do. I help. And it's, it's normal. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so- well, the way the people I talk to are mostly from, from the States, but I, I I would say to the to the men listening on this podcast, just think of how much more sex you would have without begging if you were able to please your partner and let them have a better, longer orgasm than they do now. Yeah, I, I, you know, because because you know, couples fight about two things mostly, they, they about money 
and about sex. Those are those are like you know the the two major issues in, in relationships. And you know usually money follows sex because normally when people are in financial trouble, they're they're not necessarily uh, very sexually interested because they're under a lot of stress. But if 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 you are a man and you are able to improve the person who you're in, in your in your life, if you can improve their orgasm, don't you think that they might want to have sex more often? My friend says, the intimacy coach says, why don't they have an orgasm war, not, you know, a war with, uh, with uh, weapons, just have orgasms. Everybody's <laughs> going to be happy. Nobody's going to kill each other. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. We're going to have world peace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's so. one of those things. In your opinion, if you look at the man, can you see who is the real man and who is like just a wishy-washy? I find that uh, as you were talking about testosterone, um, that because of lack of it, that's why maybe men are so emotional. They are a little bit feminine. What's going on? I'm just trying to figure out. Oh, oh, okay. So, so generationally and there's several studies there's the male normative aging study this is not this is not tinfoil hat stuff i don't have a uh, I, I i do have a tinfoil hat but i'm not wearing it right now uh, so we're talking about science there's there's many different science uh, studies out there that talk about the decline of testosterone in men mm-hmm. and testosterone declines in men with age uh that that's a a a, 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 a habitual it does the thing that happens but also what's going on in the environment is that there is a generational decline in testosterone levels in men. And a man 20 to 25 years ago at age 60 had about 17% more testosterone than a man later on. Mm-hmm. And so, so there is a generational decline of testosterone in men. And that's actually been borne out through several studies. It's actually been something that's go- been going on. There's several studies actually go to the 1920s to the 1900s and all that that talk about low testosterone in men. And when that happens, when that happens, um, there, there, there's lots of things that, that testosterone does. It's actually the essence of being a man. Uh, and so if your testosterone goes down, you become a little bit more indecisive. You lose muscle mass, you lose bone density, you lose mental acuity, and you lose a certain amount of of your uh, sex drive, your libido. And so it's becoming more and more pronounced. And it it is getting to a very, uh, in my opinion, to a very critical state in in lots of areas because uh, younger men, have lower testosterone too these days, actually. Uh, and you'll talk to, I've talked to several of my friends who are urologists and other people that are in this space. And they talk about the low levels of testosterone in men. And it's, it's becoming very, uh, it's becoming very, very common. And so there is a lack of development of maleness in many men in the industrialized world because of this low level of testosterone. Now, there, it's an it's a, it's a interesting phenomenon because the, uh, uh, it's the American, here, I got this study right here, uh, Physiological Reviews, the American Physiological Society. It's a, it's a long article that talks about these things. And a lot of things are going on in the environment that are affecting men's testosterone levels. And a lot of it is happening actually in utero. Wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, okay. The whole thing is that a lot of testosterone uh, is is not developing in men because in the couple of things are happening. One is that the space between the anus and the genitals is decreasing. That leads to tes- testicles not dropping when they're supposed to, which means that they're not starting testosterone production when they're supposed to, mm. which means that they're not developing as a male fully. Okay. 
Okay, so so the, and this is this is a, a thing. I, this is not, like I said, this is not some tinfoil study. This is in the I need to look it up. And this is again, again the physiological reviews, um, American Physiological Society, highly peer reviewed. I, I mean, this is not this, this is not like this is not junk science. So so it's happening in, in a lot of different ways, and so it's happening to younger men. It's happening to older men because as as they as they get older. Uh, th there's all sorts of, uh, uh, between obesity, diabetes, uh, all sorts of other things that are, that, that are occurring that, that, that causes uh, low testosterone. And I, you know, just for everyone, you know, everyone's going, some, some of your audience may go, well, you know, what's your testosterone? Well, uh, I'm not going to tell you what my levels are, but uh, I've been on testosterone supplementation for over 23 years. And I've been off of it, off and on, for various reasons. And it's extremely noticeable to everyone in my family when I'm off of it. So, uh, so I've been like I've been you know before it became I know it's not so popular in in uh, in Canada, but you know in the states it's it's, it's hugely the United States is hugely uh, popular now. But when I started it, it was like it was it was very hard, and it's very hard to find a a doctor that really understands this therapy. Because I'll tell you, in the states, uh, there's lots of uh, clinics that do this kind of stuff and all that stuff, but it's very, very hard to find a doctor that's knowledgeable. And in the states, it's, it's huge money maker, and uh, they, there's things that they do in a lot of these uh, testosterone mills that that are not beneficial to you in in, in some ways. But the, the t your testosterone is is really about your essence as a, as, as a man. And so so it's a, it's a, it's an it's, it's an issue. Uh, for 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 many men, and I would say that um, my comment again, I'm not a physician. You know, consult with the appropriate physical doctor. And you know, we have because we have lots of lawyers that like to sue you. Consult with an appropriate uh, uh, medical authority before you pursue any treatment or whatever. Yo guys, just spitting stuff off here. You know, I think that any man over the age of forty should start understanding their testosterone levels and so start looking at optim optimization of their testosterone. And I, uh, there's a book and I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you the link to the book. Okay. A, a friend of mine wrote it and uh, it is probably the best book on testosterone optimization and, and why and how and all of that. And uh, uh, he's, he's a friend of mine. I'll, 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 I'll send you the link to it. You can put it in the okay. notes if you'd like. It's, um, it, it is interesting because I live in the West Coast. I lived in Montreal, uh, West Coast. And it's such a big difference between how men act here compared to, to the East side of the country. And I cannot explain it. it, it it's well, like- How is that? I don't know. It's, the women are more aggressive than the men here. The men are so laid back it's just interesting. Most of my friends and who I know, they married American men. I don't know. It's the culture. It's the how they were raised. It's just, it's very interesting. I met very nice men, but when it comes to dating, because I have worked with some of them, it's, I'm like, I'm listening and I like, mm, I don't know, something is missing. You know, like when you have a good food, and the, uh -huh. it's not the spice is missing one spice that makes the, all the difference. I cannot explain it. Mm -hmm. That's well, just my yeah. observation. Yeah, I you know I don't know if it's a if it's a peculiar thing to Canada because I, I see that a lot of things here in terms of um, men being confused about masculinity and they're getting so many not, and and one it's it's physiological to a large, mm -hmm. to, to a good extent. Uh, and the other thing is it's societal, you know, everybody talking about know, toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, well, you know what? I, yeah, I, I know there are guys that are assholes and uh, I know there are women that are bitches. Uh, and it's, and it's not, it's not their gender that's toxic. It's their personality. Yeah. But if you go in the mid, like Saskatchewan, Alberta, and even in Montreal, it, it's a different kind of crowd. It, I don't know. I cannot explain it. It's very different. It's just the, the feel of it. And I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you say that. I, I would, I would, I would not have thought that. I would have, uh, I, I would not have thought that uh, 
males in Canada, as a general rule, would be so domesticated. <laughs> it's how to say it's the extreme. Let's put it that way. Some of them they are very on on the on the other side, but depends what was their upbringing. It's my opinion. So people can trash me and I wish they would. So at least I can see what they think because people, they are pretty, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the Canadian way. What do you think? What is your, your view of an ideal woman? Oh, What makes a woman a woman in your uh, it's, eyes? It's, it's, it's my wife. I know. I know it's your wife. <laughs> I know it's I better answer. I better answer. She's not even listening, but you. Uh, uh, <laughs> but of course, I mean, you have been together for a long time. So what is so but, special about her? Uh, okay. First of all, I have always been attracted to smart women. And uh, most of the time I've dated and gone out with women that are smarter than me. Okay. And, and some guys may find that. A, a problem. I, I, I did not. Maybe, maybe it was because I, uh, my mother was an incredibly smart, clever woman, and she, she was the, she was the power, power horse in, in my family. My father was uh, uh, MIA in many ways. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, one of the things is is to be smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, to be giving and compassionate, and all the things that you would ex- expect someone to be. My wife is incredibly driven, which I find very, very appealing. And we, uh, the, uh, the other thing is that, again, it gets back to this thing about status quo. We are working to be better than we were. We're working to be better tomorrow than we were today. Not that today is bad. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say today is bad but working to be better. But I think being a, a powerful person is, uh, is, is to me a, a very attractive feature. And my wife is, you know, when my wife walks into a room, there's, you know, how some people walk into a room and everybody notices them. That, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, I, when I walk into a room, everybody knows them because I'm talking loud. You know, I'm, 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 the, uh, I'm the epitome of the ugly American, as some people might say. But uh, my wife, when people, they, they, they're like, they know that there's like, substance a substantive person has walked in mm-hmm. and and she command she commands your attention so i i think that's that's kind of a, a power thing and we kind of i don't know if we've worked on it or whatever well i we have in different ways with with our daughters i've I have two daughters and and uh the, they're they're very very proud of their rbfs I don't know if you. We, I don't know if you heard the term RVF. I didn't hear, no, hear about it until no, about two. I, I'm, I'm just listening. I wanted to ask what. Yeah, 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 yeah. So our RBF is a is a resting bitch face. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I learned something new. Yeah, and 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 so and so they, so they 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 like the they like the 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 power thing also and they're they're both incredibly competitive they're very uh successful uh, one of them is already working on a career as a in her in her, in her, her career as an engineer the other one uh is moving on and and has a uh, an excellent uh job uh with a company that she interned with uh and you know it's but they're 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 not they're kind of like they have a they have a take no prisoners attitude about them. It's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're 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 nice and friendly and they're polite and all of that stuff. But shit, if you screw with them, they're gonna they they're gonna rip your head off. Good. <laughs> yeah. I like girls <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. very interesting that many men say, "Oh, I don't want a person who is stronger than me, or it's or it's more successful than me." And I'm thinking, why you wouldn't want that? I mean, if it's stronger than you, it's like you you just have to go to her level. It it pushes you to be better. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and and you know, it's it's not like you know when you say, well, wow, she's stronger than me. In some areas, yeah, and in some areas, no. And so, but why in the hell would you be a wimp? Why would you be a wimp? <laughs> <laughs> 
of a man and and not have someone who pushes you not have someone that who who makes you be better every day uh and I, every day i'm i'm, I'm you know I, I i i say that but you know every day i'm not perfect i'm not there's not every day i don't want to be better there are days i want to be just a just a fat slug uh drinking scotch and smoking cigars and not doing anything else for the whole day but but at the at the end of the day i just you know uh, i'm looking to be better and i want somebody around me who wants to be better and if they're and uh, you know my I'm, uh, again, you know, my, my wife is off chart smart. I mean, like like Mensa smart, mm-hmm. and uh, and so <coughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I have skills that I bring. I, but you know, I think I think my uh, lack of filter when I speak is a skill. <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and 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 the ability to to step into uncomfortable com- conversations that many people would avoid yeah i'll, I'll step into that i'll step i i don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. yeah it takes that do you think your the success of your your marriage it's not just the love and everything that you you built but the willingness to grow together because some people wants to grow they're going to go and learn and the other person stays behind but I think if both of the people, they are in the same wavelength. Yeah. And, 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 it, and, you know, it's not like, you know, we're, we're completely synchronous, you know, there's things oh, she, yeah. she prefers and I prefer and whatever, but at the, at the end of the day, we're, 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 we're always working to be better and working mm-hmm. to, to grow better. And I think that I really do think that's the key to uh, having a great outlook on your life as you get older. And to not accept the circumstances, and I, I, I see, I see men all the time that accept the deterioration of their life in their lives, and just say, "Oh, well, that's just that's just that's just normal part of getting old." Well, you know what? I am not. I am not interested in a normal life by any stretch of the imagination. I do not want normal. Are you a man who likes to be kept on her, on his toes? You never sometimes. know what's happening? Yeah, yeah. sometimes I like to be uh, pushed and I, I put myself in situations to be pushed. And sometimes, I, like I said, sometimes I just want to be a slug. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just want to, sometimes I just want to just like sit and smoke cigars and drink scotch until I fall asleep. But that's not every day. Most of the days I want to be pushed. And most of the days I'm pushing myself mm-hmm. and I'm using others to push me and, uh, and using others to push you is, is actually very good. You know, somebody once told me that I've heard, this is not once I've heard, you, I've heard this many times from people. You are the average of the five people you hang out with. That's true. That's so true. So pick those five people carefully, pick those five people carefully. Uh, and it's best if you are the lowest common denominator in the room mm-hmm. uh, of those five people. <laughs> and it's I, like and playing I, tennis, right? Yeah. You want to play with somebody who's above you so you learn more. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, so it's a kind of, kind of deal. But it, it's a, you know, this whole... In, in some ways in modern society, there seems to be this, this uh, development of this quote unquote war between men and women. And I, I think that if people just kind of like sit back and kind of think about what they want, uh, there won't be so much worrying about sexes. Now there always, there will always be like different uh, priorities and things like that to a certain extent, but, uh, you know, one of the things you asked, you asked about, you know, the, the success, my re- relationship with my wife. And there are times, there are times, and one of them was just recently, where uh, and it was for it was for several, it was for a few months, where my wife was primary. What she was doing was the most important thing. It was the most important thing for us as a couple, mm-hmm. uh, as a family. And there are other times that what I'm doing is the most important thing. And then there are times that we have to do stuff that's important for us as a couple, but to, to have the, the ability to, uh, 
to understand that those are scenarios that you are in is important and to acknowledge them. And uh, so, so I, I think that that's, that that's the other thing is that there are times that a man will have to be, take a, a step back and be in the background because the thing that his, his wife or significant other is doing is, is actually more important, which is flat out more important than what you're doing. Oh yeah. And so, uh, and so that's a, that's a reality of, of things. And, you know, I, I think that that will, will actually move a relationship forward very, very well. If you, if you can make those judgments in advance. And again, I'm not going to tell you that I'm always like, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect in this. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I, you know, I, there, there are days, you know, there are days just like, you think, but, but in the end, like, you know, gosh, you know, you look at it and like, oh, is this, is this pretty good for me? I think it is. But, you know, we give too much uh, power to perfection because if we are so perfect, we are boring. We have nothing to learn. So I think it's good to, to have imperfection so we can aim for something. Well, you know, there was only one time that I was perfect <laughs> and, and I think I think I think it was uh, my mother told me when I was six. Oh, now, wow. now, 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 yeah, I was I was six, and she told me I was perfect. Uh, but after that, there was many times she told me how imperfect I was. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times, and, uh, and so and so. So you remember that one time because I went, I remember that one time. Yeah, yeah. So I said I was perfect once in my life, but but you know there's the you know perfection is 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 like it's a it's a stupid it's a it's a fool's errand. Oh yeah. It's a fool's errand, and and actually, the, the kissing cousin of of perfection is procrastination, because uh, most people go, oh, I've got to get this, I got to get, you know, I got to make this amount of money before I get married, or I got to make this before I, I got to do this, or I got to do that before I'm like, holy crap, no, that shit's important. One more question I have for you: Do you think feminism did a, it? How to say? Feminism, such as, okay, to have rights and to be able to, uh, to work and it's all good, but didn't feminism go a little bit stray and had an effect on men and the relationships? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a, a great uh, author and she's written several books, uh, Christina Summers Hoff. And uh, she wrote a book, uh, Who Stole Feminism? And then she wrote uh, uh, War Against Boys and all sorts of several other books. And she talks about uh, equity feminists, which, are, which is what you talk about, e- equal opportunity, equal jobs, equal pay, all those things, which I think are, are, are all great. But then there's this gender feminism, uh, which kind of tries to pretend that, that in, in some ways that, that women are men. And women are not men, and men are not women, and that's the beauty of of a relationship is is those things. And it, it, it's a uh, there's so many things. I was um, I'm a two finger typer, and so, so I if I'm on a if I'm on a group call and it requires typing, I generally do not. I was so pissed. I had this, 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 this young woman, and to me young, she was probably in her 30s, I'm not sure, talking about masculine toxicity and how we need to train our men better, our boys better to be men. I'm thinking, like, who in the hell are you? What gives you the authority, the moral authority? You don't have a clue. And I'll tell you what, you may regret what you get. And a lot of women are. I mean, uh, there's a, there's a um, there's an article that uh, was written in in a magazine once. Is talk about about uh, women not being able to find men of equal status in education and success, and it's a real crisis for 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 younger women. And the, the woman, uh, the 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 quote from the woman was, "These aren't men. These are boys." And so, so there, there's been this thing about uh, 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 there's been this war on, on masculinity, 
which is which is really bad. If you are a young male in a uh, in a college situation, you have a you have a monster target on your back because because of all the things, and so it, it, it's it's it, it is it is an issue. Uh, you know, there's there's a somebody would say, oh yeah, well boys get called on in class more than women do. Well, first of all, Christine uh, Summers Hoff said actually that that is totally false, and she she in her in her book, uh, she she basically, her book has has like every every page seems like it's got three references to a study, and uh, she just just totally totally demolishes that that whole statement. And so you have a lot of this stuff that's that's out there that's that's kind of urban legend, but it's not really true. It's not really factual, but because it gets repeated so often, uh, people think that's that's true. And there's there's a crisis, uh, you know. Now, you know, boys aren't aren't achieving like they used to. Girls have surpassed boys in all sorts of professional programs, from uh, being attorneys, being physicians, being dentists, all sorts of other stuff. And a lot of boys are dropping out. And part of it also, you know, is I think it has to do with low testosterone. But they're just dropping out, and they're they're. Uh, uh, replacing relationships with young women, uh, in many cases, with video games and porn. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's a thing called uh, PIDE, porn-induced erectile dysfunction, and it really has to do with the fa- with the fact that uh, one, your brain is rewired from watching porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so there was a, a study that I, I heard about. <laughs> that said uh, that by age, I think it was like 12, 13, or 14, yet 50% of boys have you have watched porn on their phone. And I actually think it's probably higher than that. It's higher. Yeah, yeah. it's higher I than that. I did research on, yeah. on women yeah. and girls. Young girls as 12 years old, they are addicted to porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, so, and so you got this thing and so that you, you you got them watching this porn, which is totally unrealistic sex, and they become desensitized to normal sexual stimuli, such as hand-holding, kissing, all that stuff. And they have this expectation of what sex is going to be like. And, whoa, what happens? Well, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's not, it's not, like, it's not like that. And, and you know, uh, and so, so the, all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden they have all sorts of issues uh, because they're not performing like that porn star who, who knows what he has taken, who knows what he's injected into his penis to be able to, to do that porn shoot for eight hours. No that, that, that that's also incredible for and most of it is actually very uh what's what's the word i'm looking for uh degrading most porn is very degrading in terms of how the woman is depicted in it oh yeah i mean yeah so so it's kind of like no 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 this is not how it I, works i find that the the parents don't do a good job in a way because the mothers, they don't want to cut the umbilical cord with the son and they don't let them be to take chances. Like, I don't know how I grew up. Boys, they were climbing on the trees. They were falling off. They were breaking their arms. It was okay. They were getting in scrapes with each other. Now you are not allowed to. You are not allowed to do this. You are not allowed to fight. You are not allowed to express anything. And I think we got to a very interesting place in uh, society. That's my observation. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. I, I, I think uh, there's too many participation trophies and, and uh, too much where people are actually uh, not experiencing life. And you don't learn how, to, I mean, the biggest thing is you don't learn how to be deal with setbacks. Now, I was not, people look at me and, and, and now, and it was just, it's kind of an interesting phenomenon. But I was not what you'd call a very masculine child. Uh, I was I was pretty wimpy and everything else. And to a certain extent, that drove me. That drove me in terms of to, to who I am today. And uh, so, yeah, no, I was I was I was uh, uh, I was not particularly athletic. I was not particularly 
not strong. I was not fast. I was not, you know, I was just, you know, pretty, pretty uh, pathetic. So you made up now. <laughs> I've, I've made up now. Yeah. But, but it was, it was, you know, without that, without that formative things to push me, you know, it, you know, being rejected, being told you're not good enough in some cases is actually very true and you need that and if you take that and you use that as the fuel uh maybe uh, in some cases the anger mm -hmm. to drive you forward you know that you use that pain that you experience to drive you forward you can either you can use pain is actually i, I think one of the most important things that you can use as fuel oh, for yes. yourself uh pain will people will do more to avoid pain than to gain pleasure. And if you're feeling pain in certain areas of your life, more likely than not, you will do something to, to, uh, to, to change that. You know, we could talk for hours. I, I, mean, <laughs> I have so many questions and it's like, I love talking about life in general. And I like to see other people's opinion about uh, what is a man, what is a woman because um, I don't really have a chance many times to talk with someone like you. We talk about other things, but not something like, not life in general. So I, I wanna thank you so much for being a part of it. And we said we're going to come back and talk about really some important information for men about testosterone and about uh, how to maintain the lubrication in vagina. So we're going to do that. Yes, we are. And that's really important for, especially for older guys to understand. Well, I, my clients, it's like 40 and up. So I definitely, at, as you said, from, from 40, the testosterone level is going down. So yeah. definitely they should listen yeah. to it. Yeah, and, yeah I, I would really, uh, and, and I'm going to mention this again, I'll send, I'll send you the link to, to put it in the program notes. Yeah. Uh, this book on, on testosterone testosterone because i just wanted i, I know we're, we're wrapping up here i just want to tell you one story about sure. me personally i went to uh, two years ago yeah it was two years ago uh i was with my youngest daughter and we we had a graduation trip for her uh it was actually delayed about a year and a half and uh, we went to new zealand and oh, we were wow. there i was there with her for three weeks uh and she's still talking to me um uh, <laughs> Even though I'll, I'll have another cute story to tell you, but uh, yeah, because uh, I, I would make her listen to uh, to uh, uh, podcasts, and then I'd pause them and I'd ask her questions about what she was listening to, so she couldn't just doze off uh, in the middle. Of, yeah, it was like a quiz, like, well, what do you think? He said there are three things. What were those three things he talked about? Uh, and and so this whole testosterone thing, and and so. I, because I had heard things about, you know, going across borders and things like that, da, 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 and I traveled without my testosterone. Okay. And uh, so about day six, seven, I'm talking to my wife on the phone. She goes like, is everything okay? You sound kind of weird. Oh, this and that. And I go, oh no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Right? Then she gets on the phone. We'll get on the phone a few days later. And she goes like, did you take your testosterone? I go like, no, because I didn't want to deal with border agents and things like that. And I, she goes, wow, it's just, you, you're never negative. And you just all of a sudden become just really negative. The half-life of testosterone, the cyprinators, which is what I take, is eight days. So it, was, it became very noticeable very quickly in, term, in terms of my mental attitude. And uh, so I, I would encourage that um, men find a good doctor. We'll, we can talk about that uh, uh, later about how, how, how to possibly find a good one. But you see, um, this is what it means to have a smart woman who knows you. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much. I so appreciate that you took the time to talk to me. And we're going to either by the end of the year or maybe next year. Let's see how is your schedule. Sounds good. And I know that it's holidays, so you're going to be celebrating, I suppose. Uh-huh. Okay. So happy holidays. If in Thank case you. we don't talk. Oh, we, can say, we can say Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I still say Merry Christmas. I still say Merry Christmas because same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, I, I know people seem like, well, what holidays are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> talking about Fourth, Fourth of July or what? I mean, the, <laughs> the, the truth, I never know if somebody's maybe Jewish or something. So it's like Happy Holidays. Well, it's even Christmas. my Jewish friends don't mind if I say Happy Merry Christmas, and I, they always, you know, I, okay. I, I, you know, I, I, I acknowledge, you know, Passover and Hanukkah, Hanukkah and all those stuff. Yeah, but 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 yeah, but the big day, the big day is actually. Uh, uh, the New Year, I can't remember now what that's called. Uh, the Jewish New Year, that's really the big holiday, and uh, and Passover. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I, we can we can we can still say Merry Christmas. Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah is uh, Hanukkah was it's last Christmas, week. Christmas kind of yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only reason Hanukkah Hanukkah was actually my my friends told me that. Uh, that that uh, yeah, Yom Kippur. Uh, that that Hanukkah was never really a big. Jewish holiday, but it became one because of because of Christmas presents, and so they you got you got Hanukkah <laughs> presents, and so it's, it's kind of like you got you got you got you got you got to keep up with the uh, with the Gentiles. Uh. <laughs> I had friends, and they were uh, uh, they were Jewish, but they were celebrating uh, Christmas at their friend's place, and they were coming home for the Hanukkah. So yeah. it was, this is great. We we getting gifts all over the place. So. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. Just because I'm celebrating my uh, religious holidays, I can also honor and celebrate and uh, uh, acknowledge your religious holidays. Yeah, you know what? This is what democracy is. Like you accept people for who they are. For me, there is there is only one race, the human race, Uh and there are two kinds of people: bad and good. That's it. I, for me, it's very simple. I don't care what religion, what those are the two things for me. It's easier. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Have a good night. All right. Thank you, Eva. Thanks for having me on your program. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm going to put all the information of ours, aka Old Guy Talks to Me, below. And uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget. There is no happiness without love. Love yourself first. Love your partner. Until next time, goodbye.